Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. When I was an undergraduate, I had an intent at that time to go on to graduate school to get my PhD. Now, nothing in and of itself was unhealthy about this, but what made it unhealthy for me and caused me a lot of suffering is that I would compare and contrast with other people in regards to how I was doing. I felt I had to be one of the best students at school, so I would watch how they did, I watched how I did, and I would share how I did. And my ego really caused me at that time a lot of suffering because there was a lot of competition. Sometimes I won, sometimes I lost. But in either case, I was losing because of that comparison game. It really did cause me a lot of suffering. My ego was, in a way, the real reason that happiness wasn't flowing from me at that time. Well, I had this insight over the summer that it's time to change this. I didn't like the competition. I didn't like the suffering that came from that. I didn't like to make other people feel bad or me feel bad. So what I decided to do when I started graduate school is that I would never tell anyone how I did on any test or what my grades were. It's not uncommon after a test comes out for students to get together and ask each other how they're doing. And I just decided at that point I wouldn't participate in that. If people asked how I did, I would just say fine. And I left it at that. And the wonderful thing that came from that is that I was free from all the egoic mind games. Instead of winning sometimes, instead of losing sometimes, I could just focus on doing well in school for the sake of doing well and learning for the sake of learning well. From that point on, it was one of the best decisions I'd ever made because there was a lot of mental suffering during the first four years when I did compare, when I was egoic. But during the remainder eight years of graduate school, it was incredibly freeing because then all I was doing was learning and getting ready for my profession and really having a nice time being a student instead of involved in the comparing and contrasting games. I didn't have to win. I didn't have to lose. I could just be a student. It was so liberating. Now, mind you, over the years, there's been other areas of my life that I've needed to quiet the ego. And I really have learned to do that. And again, it not only makes being a student well and happy, it makes living life well and happy. So I want to talk about in this podcast the importance of having less ego so that we can have more happiness. Because truly, at the root of our suffering, and suffering is a mental condition, truly at that root is the ego. The ego wants to feel good, it wants to succeed, it wants to do great, and it doesn't want to feel bad, bad from other people critiquing it, feeling sad when people don't like it. It just wants to be in that constant state of approval. The problem with that is it can't. We can't be liked by everyone. That is just impossible. And if we compare and contrast, someone will always be better than us. It's just a task that just can't be beaten. So another approach, instead of trying to win the race of life by beating other people, is to not compete and just live the race of life well, doing what we do because we want to, not because what we think people will think of us, doing things because we're passionate about them, not because we want their approval of others, doing things just for the sake of doing them, and changing whenever we need to, simply because we want to live well. That is one of the key essential components of living a happy life, is living in the present moment 
well without regard for the opinions of others. This doesn't mean that we don't care about what they think in regards to hurting their feelings. We don't want to hurt people's feelings. But as long as we are conscious of their feelings and not hurting them, but mostly doing what we do for the sake of doing it because we're passionate about it, then what happens is when other people do disapprove of us, it doesn't matter. When other people praise us, it still doesn't matter because we didn't do it for praise. We didn't do it for their criticism. We did it just because. And that is incredibly liberating and one thing worth pursuing in our lives, being free of egoic desires, egoic fears, and just living life well. Now, perhaps you're thinking, well, Dr. Puff, if I really am kind to people and I love people well, I mean, won't everyone just love me and think highly of me? And even there, I can give the answer no, because I have two examples that I can give that I personally knew these people, and I knew that people didn't like them. Not everyone liked them. Mother Teresa of Calcutta and Mr. Rogers were both people that I knew. I had the privilege of meeting both of them. And of course, they were beautiful souls. But both of them, I knew, had people that didn't like them, didn't approve of them, and in Mother Teresa's case, wished she were dead. So getting everyone to like us is not going to work. And even if a lot of the world likes us, let's say, for example, we are famous and we are well-renowned throughout the world. I work with people like that. Even there, it just doesn't work. No matter how much the world likes us, if we don't like ourselves, it just doesn't work. Whenever we are self-critical, the world can think so highly of us. But if we are self-critical because we're comparing ourselves with others, because we're not doing as well as others, and there's always someone who can do better than us, but there's no one that can be better at being who we are at that moment. And that's the freedom of not comparing and contrasting. That's the freedom of letting go of the ego. Because if the only person we are judging ourselves by is ourselves, and we're just looking at our behavior and say, huh, I could improve on this, and how do I do that? Hmm, I could perhaps be better in this area. How do I do that? Not are there people better than me, not am I doing better than other people, but just I want to improve myself. And I use kindness when I don't do well, because ultimately, since we're working towards living in the present and just living well, even with mistakes, we're still okay, because we realize that there's really no game we're playing. We're just living life. So we don't compete even with our past, but we just live well now, life goes beautifully. So let's take a look at this pragmatically. How does this manifest itself in our daily lives so we aren't getting so involved up in egoic living and finding happiness? What it doesn't mean is that we don't have to not tell anyone what we do. It can be part of our business. For example, in my business, if you've ever been to my website, you'll see there's a lot of things that I post of my accomplishments. They're there so people will feel confident when they come to me that I'm a good therapist and they'll feel comfortable and willing to come see me because they'll think that I have abilities that can help them. If they weren't there, they probably wouldn't come. And that's why every week at the end of this podcast, I do ask for reviews 
because they are helpful. They're helpful for people to listen to this podcast. They're helpful in my business. But what they aren't helpful for is making me feel good about who I am. That we can't do. We do things. We put them out there. For example, using my graduate school example, I did need to tell graduate programs what my GPA was, how I did. That was part of it. And thankfully, I did well enough to get in. But not in every school. Some schools wanted me to have a higher GPA or more experience or better test scores. So what would have caused me suffering if I had said, oh, I'm not good enough for that school. They're rejecting me. I'm stupid or whatever else my ego could do. That's where we suffer. You may go to my website and think, well, he's not that accomplished. I know a therapist much better than him. And that's fine. It's just what I need to do is live well. When clients see me, I just need to focus on helping them, not anything else, just helping them because I love doing it. And if I stop love doing it, then I do something else. We live life for the sake of living life, not for the approval of others. Because what will happen is the real beauty here is when life does change and things change, we're not as accomplished, we're not as beautiful, we're not as young, and people don't give us that much attention anymore because we weren't soliciting that attention, because we weren't needing that approval, when it changes, it really won't make any difference. We'll age gracefully when there are economic busts, when there are failures in our life. We'll just flow with them and adjust to the changes and not take on these failures as we are failures. Life is impermanent. Life changes. That's a guarantee. When it changes for the better, hmm, we just flow with that. When it changes for the worse, hmm, we just flow with that. It's a flowing with life. Living life well in the present moment. That's the key. Not comparing. Not contrasting. Just living life well in the present moment. Every moment. And when we catch ourselves comparing, when we think, oh, she's prettier. When we think, oh, he has more money or he has a nicer car or whatever we do in our head. Stop. Just focus on what's happening right now. The ego is in the head. Right now, there may be a bird singing in the background. Right now, we may just be enjoying the wind blowing in our face. Right now, we just may be really attentive to their words. And what we do is, when we get in the present moment, we do find happiness. And the comparing and contrasting melts away because the ego becomes very, very still. Thank you for joining me on the Happiness Podcast. If you would like to learn more about the world of happiness, please go to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. If you are enjoying these and would like to help, there's you can leave a review there. Just look for the G plus on the left-hand column, which stands for Google Plus. Or if you're a Yelper, you can leave a Yelp review. Until next time, accept what is, love what is. You've seen it for yourself. Maybe you've even felt it as you walked into your company's office today. You can tell that your employees are gloomy, discontent, and just plain unhappy. And it's affecting your business. Sales are gradually slipping, expenses are rising, and profits are sliding away. As a result, your vision as CEO is undermined 
your system is frustrated and it's leaving your customers wondering what's going on. The worst part is the fun that you used to have running your company is rapidly fading. It makes sense and it's not your fault. Dr. Robert Puff has seen the same cycle of negativity throughout his 30 years of psychology. He's tackled the true causes of unhappiness and has helped people improve their lives in important ways with simple solutions. And he's ready to bring those solutions to your company. Dr. Puff's custom workshops quickly target the root problems of your team's negativity. And his proven techniques create a catalyst for positive change in their attitudes. After attending one of Dr. Puff's workshops, people have said they feel a massive weight has been lifted from their shoulders. He presents a fascinating three-hour seminar to your employees that helps them find true happiness in life and at work. And he's willing to present it twice in one day to reach more of your people. And they're left with exercises they can do to keep their positive energy and happiness at full tilt. A happy company is a successful one. Contact Dr. Puff today to discuss your company, your challenges, and the solutions that can make the difference. 714-337-4889 or email drpuff at cox.net. That's 714-337-4889 or drpuff at cox.net.